In this year's thrilling Tour de France docudrama on Netflix, you often see riders being interviewed pedaling away on stationary bikes in between stages. If you think about it, this practice is actually kind of mind-boggling. These riders have just completed utterly exhausting, multiple-day, long-distance races up and down mountains, and yet, here they sit, putting even more kilometers on their legs. You would think they'd be resting, trying to get fresh for the next day's grueling stage, but yet they keep on going. Professional swimmers do the same thing. In Olympic venue swimming arenas, there is a secondary pool just for athletes to warm up and cool down after their races. While the scientific and anecdotal evidence of the benefits of a warm-up is very clear, things get a little murky when it comes to the cool down. After all, your workout is done at this point, so it's much more difficult to study how the cool down really helps your running overall. Despite the lack of good scientific data, you'd be hard-pressed to find a high-level endurance athlete skipping their cool down. Why is that? Well, if you think the answer has something to do with lactic acid, that is just one of many myths about the cooldown. Welcome to The Planted Runner. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and my mission is to help you improve your running, your mindset, and your life with science-backed training and plant-based nutrition. On today's show, I will explore the myths and misconceptions of the cooldown. You'll learn how a little jogging after your run might help you, how long you should be spending cooling down, and what's not going on after your run. If you've ever been tempted to skip your cool down, this one might make you reconsider. If you need more help running your best, you can order my book, The Planted Runner, Running Your Best with Plant-Based Nutrition, wherever you get your books or just request a copy from your local library. Or you can enter to win a copy for free just by writing an Apple Podcasts review. I choose a new winner every month. Don't forget to stay tuned all the way to the end of the episode for another Mental Strength Minute. Fortify your mind in 60 seconds or less. There are a lot of misconceptions about what you're really doing when you jog or walk around a bit after a hard run. I'll go over the four biggest myths about cool downs because even if you do one religiously, it might not be doing what you think it's doing. Despite that, there are still some great reasons for incorporating a cool down into your routine after each and every run. I'll explore how you can maximize the time at the end of your runs most effectively. The first myth about the cool down is that a little jogging after a hard run will remove lactic acid from your bloodstream. Well, not exactly. The truth is that that process will happen if you decide to jog for a few minutes or if you simply drop to the ground immediately and take a nap. And if you want to really be accurate, lactic acid doesn't get removed from your body. It gets reconverted back into lactate in a process called the Cori cycle. But the difference between a few minutes of jogging and just flopping to the floor is that the process isn't so dramatic. Your heart rate is still elevated while you jog your cool down, and this allows the blood to still move through your body and do its thing at an accelerated yet gentle pace. 
your body can smoothly transition from a heart-pounding effort that breaks down your muscles into one that is more about repair and recovery. These are temporary conditions, of course, but the body hates sudden changes and is far better able to handle gentle ones. Stopping suddenly at the end of a hard run causes a dramatic drop in your heart rate, which can cause dizziness and even encourages blood pooling in your extremities. If you've ever felt lightheaded or dizzy after a run, which is not uncommon, be sure you take some time to get some water and calories in and ease into a jogging or walking cooldown. Myth number two is that a good cooldown will help prevent muscle soreness caused by that lactic acid buildup. Nope, that's not the case. Muscle soreness is caused by muscle damage, not by lactic acid. If you run hard enough or long enough to feel sore, you'll still feel sore whether you cool down properly or not. Yes, it's possible that you might feel a little better immediately after cooling down versus simply getting in your car and driving home. But a cool down isn't going to magically protect you from delayed onset muscle soreness or DOMS. Myth number three is that a good cool down improves performance on your next workout. Sorry, this one is almost always false. Unless you're doing a back-to-back workout, meaning another run or another sport in the next 20 minutes or so, a cooldown is not going to change much of anything about your performance on your next run. And it's not going to take the place of a good rest day or recovery run the day after a hard workout. It can take several days or even weeks to get adaptations from a single workout. That killer track workout that you did on Tuesday won't show up as improved fitness for maybe a week to 10 days. That means Wednesday should be a rest or recovery day, whether you did a nice cool down or not. I'll go over myth number four, and I'll let you know just how long your cooldown should be right after this. When you're a busy runner, it's not easy to get in all the running and training you need. On top of that, planning and preparing all the nutritious meals and snacks required to fuel you as an athlete can become an extra burden. So make it simpler on yourself and just make a shake after your workouts with the highest quality plant-based protein powder you can buy, Nurify by Prevenix. But don't just take my word for it. I recommend Nurify to all my athletes and here's what Julietta had to say about it. It's been a month since I bought Nurify and I'm super satisfied. This protein powder is my way to go after every run, especially those days when I cannot have breakfast immediately after my workout, I use Nurify. No GI issues and it keeps me full until my breakfast. Highly recommended. So if you are ready to finally and deliciously hit your protein numbers, head to Prevenix.com and use my code PR15 for 15% off your entire order. That's Prevenex.com, code PR15. Hear Her Sports is a podcast for everyone who loves stories by and about women striving to improve and make a difference in their lives. 
I am your host, Elizabeth Emery, a former professional cyclist. In every episode, I introduce a female athlete or woman in the business of sport through a thoughtful conversation about who they are and the terrific work they're doing. My guests and I explore the glorious and frustrating issues in sports, history, equity, training, nutrition, and so much more. Join us for inspiration, for community, and for love of being a strong athletic woman. There is no hood like parenthood. When you meet a fellow parent, you just kind of get each other on a whole nother level. Hi, I'm Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm a former CNN journalist, mom of three, including twins, and host of That's Total Mom Sense, the podcast. I interview change makers on their life lessons, legacy, and superpower of intuition, aka their mom sense and dad sense. I've had some pretty amazing parents on my show. Hey, what's up? I'm Kelly Rowland. Hi, this is Chelsea Clinton. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Episodes release every Thursday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. Join my tribe at thatstotalmomsense.com and follow me on Instagram at Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm thrilled to be on this journey with you. We've gone over the three most common myths out there about cool downs. Myth number four is that a cool down is just junk miles and it can be cut if you're short on time. Actually, the cool down is an opportunity to get in a little easy mileage, feel better from your run a little faster, and incorporate some mobility work when your muscles are warm and most primed. Finishing a run with a few minutes of light jogging does help shift you into recovery mode faster than if you just stop and hit the couch or hop in the car. That will help you feel better faster after a run, which, if nothing else, makes that run a more enjoyable experience. Again, it doesn't undo the muscle damage you've just done, but many runners report feeling less stiff, less achy, and less mentally taxed from the stress of a hard workout with a good cool down. And yes, the cool down is a place where you can add some slow miles to help build some volume into your weekly mileage. Easy paced miles are the building blocks of a big aerobic engine and every easy mile counts. You could even argue that cool down miles are an extra opportunity to run with tired legs. This is a key part of learning how to race well. When you are very comfortable running on tired legs, not only do your legs adapt and get stronger, but your brain becomes familiar with the feeling and it doesn't panic and shut down. In my opinion, it only counts as a junk mile if you're just shuffling through it with terrible form, hating every second of it. If that's the case, bring it down to a walk. So what exactly makes a good cool down? Many runners will cool down with some light jogging. It doesn't take much, perhaps anywhere from 5 to 20 minutes, depending on the length and intensity of your workout. It should be dramatically slower than the paces you just ran for your workout for your body to start the recovery process. Other runners prefer a brisk walk, and it's not just the slower runners that choose to walk. Even some professional runners choose to end a speed day with some walking to ease the transition back to normal life and recovery mode. 
After some jogging, your muscles are still warm and your breathing starts to get back to normal. Now is the perfect time to add in a few mobility exercises that actually will improve your performance in the future. You can stretch out those tight calves, roll out your ankles, and take your shoes off and stretch your toes. Your quads, glutes, hips, and hamstrings have all just done a ton of work for you, and doing a little stretching in those areas can increase your range of motion, which can eventually improve your stride if you do them consistently. If you have particular areas of concern like problem Achilles tendons or aching adductors, post-run is an opportunity to get your rehab and prehab work in like eccentric heel drops or clamshells. Tacking on five minutes of mobility and rehab work to the end of your cooldown is a great way to stack those good habits together, increasing the chance those habits will stick. As you take a few minutes to stretch, be sure to breathe deeply and aim to make the process relaxing. This helps lower stress hormones like cortisol that you just built up from running, helping your body calm down and start to heal. Some runners like to take some time to foam roll after a run, which can feel wonderful on tired muscles. What about long runs and races? Do you have to add more jogging to those? No. After a long run or a big race, the best thing to do is walk around a bit, get some fluid and food, and relax. You might want to wait a few hours before hitting the foam roller or stretching. Big efforts call for gentle treatment, and foam rolling or massage immediately on damaged muscles is not ideal. Overall, the cool-down is an opportunity for gentle re-entry into normal life that helps smooth the transition to recovery, as well as sneaking in a few beneficial miles. Cool-downs have probably been credited with a lot of things they're not really doing, but they still are important and useful after every run, if you do them right. And now it's time for the Mental Strength Minute. Fortify your mind in 60 seconds or less. Today's topic is you are powerless to the future. Humans have a natural tendency to try to predict the future. We worry about the weather on race day, finishing before the cutoff times, and a whole host of what ifs. We spend so much time thinking about everything that could go wrong in the future that we ruin the present day. Instead, accept the fact that you are powerless to change the future. Yes, we can prepare our best, but what will happen on race day is completely out of our control today. Accepting that you are powerless right now releases you from the worry and rumination and allows you to be free. This doesn't mean you're not working hard today to prepare for the best and the worst that may come. But remembering that your worry does not give you any power can allow you to let it go. Thank you for listening to or watching The Planted Runner, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Don't forget that you can win a copy of my book for leaving an Apple Podcast review, so be sure to write yours right after your run today. Reviews are the number one way to boost this show's reach, and it's a great way to tell me what you'd like to hear next, because I read every single one. Have a great run today. Women's Running Stories, where we explore the intersection between running and life. 
Because every woman who is committed to a running journey has a story to tell, and this is where you'll find those stories. I am host and producer Sheree Louise Turner. I'm a 53-year-old runner, and together with original music by musician and runner Cormac O'Regan, we bring these inspirational stories to life. Please join us to fuel your adventures.